Bar Media. You are listening to an episode of The Local, a show about all things local, hosted by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. What's up? This is episode something of The Local Podcast. Uh, we just recorded the whole thing and then uh, realized that the intro was garbage. Because it was just literally me, just, me and Warren Veal. Was it Warren? Yeah. It's, most, uh, it's mostly uh, just Justin being it's Justin. Just, yeah, it's a lot of Justin banter with himself. We miss you, Charlene. That's it. And we need you to, you know... Reel us in. Keep us between the ditches because we is all over the place. We, we talked about BBC shows for at least 25 minutes. Oh, man. Dude, Top Gear is coming back as GT Grand Tor- Torino or whatever. I think it's on Showtime. It's on Amazon here. Prime. Yes. Yeah, dude, that is the best show ever. Well, I think they brought it back because uh, Donald Trump won. No, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we haven't talked Jeremy about that Clarkson, yet. Jeremy Clarkson. Jeremy Clarkson is. kills it, dude. That is phenomenal. <laughs> If there's ever been a British father figure that all of America can identify with, Let's get it's Jeremy, Car- Jeremy Clarkson, for Jeremy, sure. Jeremy Clarkson, Faulty Towers, and Black Mirror. Game over. That's yeah, all that's all you need is BBC. <laughs> you watch that, you can watch like Father Ted. You ever watch Father Ted? No. That's super weird. Uh, I think it's the only Irish, though. I don't think it's on the BBC. Um, so yeah, we uh, hit up Frank Roberts from Stony Roberts Productions. Really nice guy, really nice guy. That dude... Has got to have some real weird suppressed memories. He's got better stories that he didn't give us because he was like, oh, we, we you know, it's well, going to be. Well, we've got this going on coming up. we got to get people in the seats. Yeah. I feel like if we caught him a week after the I show. Feel we need to, I feel like we need to invite him to a, like a, a fire pit party where just it's just like all secretly, the moonshine, whiskey, and whatever yeah. he can get into. And fire. And like he can tell us of all the bedlam of his childhood. Um, but we'd also ask him questions about, you know, what's the, what's the worst worst thing you ever seen on the sure. on circuit? He he wasn't going to give us any of those because he's like, oh, it's a you know, it's a family thing, dude. That dude, he did really well though. Like he was a nice guy. To, I, I will say, I will say to that. have evidently been caught wildly off guard on a Wednesday evening at his own home. I think we messed up his first forty eight uh, show. Yeah, he was like, man, they about to, they got to catch these dudes in Birmingham, boy. Dookie shoes done murdered somebody, and I got to. Y'all missed 20 minutes of us talking about uh, Hannibal Burris. Yeah, well. It was, no, actually, it was actually good, but, yeah. you know. If you're you not into care. Hannibal, you don't give a shit. <laughs> Nobody cares. Um, yeah, so Charlene's on vacation this week. So um, Warren stepped in to take over her position of love, keeping me in between love, the ditches, and it has gone horribly wrong. So, so far off the rails. Miss you, Charlene. Yeah, come on back, girl. You're welcome. Anytime you want to come home, you ready. How many minutes is that? Is that five? Is that five? That's not five. It's like uh, one and a half. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, dude. Podcastville. This is how it goes. This is literally how you fill time in a podcast. Y'all want to get down with the podcast? Hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com. And we'll, dude, we'll phone you up in the middle of like Thanksgiving dinner and harass you. See how you feel. Dude, I got all the anytime minutes. <laughs> I can burn them up. We can talk to whoever. We do. You want to call Mary Alice right now and see what she's doing? Because I don't. <laughs> my grandniece or no, no. mother? Yeah, Mama. No, she, she ain't. She ain't I'm not trying that. to get Mama Mama Bear. You know, on the she phone. listened to it. Uh, our, oh no! Our, yeah, the first the first one. She knows Today, too much. I left and she was like, "I want to hear. I want to hear what you're listening. What, what you did." And I was like, ah. 
Game over. Don't leave her a link. <laughs> Don't just, just link her to the one. Don't link her to all of she them. She likes you, and I was like, it's not him. It's me. I'm, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which inadvertently you've thrown me under that bus because now this well, intro is going you, on. You, she's you, like, well, he was so respectable last week. <laughs> she's met you. She knows. I used, yeah. Well, yeah. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors and a lot of uh, tomfoolery. But that's, I mean, that's why the local is still a thing. It is cool. You just got to have fun with it. So check out uh, Frank Roberts talking about uh, demolition derbies. And uh, don't weld your hood shut because that is cheating. Open yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> We'll hit you to that right now. I love y'all. Come on, Frank. Come on. Do the right thing, Frank. You just get spooky with it. Like, there's no reason. Man. With the Donnie Darko soundtrack in the background. Right. Sonny Roberts. Uh, Frank. Yeah. Hey, man. This is Justin April with the Wiregrass Local Podcast. How are you doing tonight? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have time to talk for a little bit on a podcast? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot all about their podcast. Sure. Oh yeah, man. Charlene called you about a week ago. Um, right, right. Try to give you a heads up to study, it, brush up on your history of the podcast or of uh, uh, demolition derby. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, how's it going, man? Uh, my name is Justin. I'm here with my friend Warren. How are you, Frank? I'm doing fine. You all drinking liquor? Yes, sir. You better believe it. How about you? You drink liquor? <laughs> no, she told me I, I'm not going to get in that kind of mood. And I thought, well, maybe so. But No, sir. No, I, sir. That's I'm, exactly what we want. Yeah, we just keep it friendly, man. As long as you're a friendly tipsy dude, you, we're fine. Yeah. So, uh... I'm sorry. Yeah. So, what, what's the background of Demolition Derby? I know your dad started it back in, what, 63, give or take? Yeah, man. 1963, no, no. Uh, we we had a stunt in our show at that particular time. We called the Transcontinental Bus Jump, where we jumped a car over a bus and landed into seven seven cars. Yeah. And the bus blew an engine <laughs> on the way to Kenton, Ohio. And um, there was a gentleman that was having some luck up in uh, Long Island, New York, uh, that uh, was doing a, a demolition derby at a racetrack. And, of course, we caught wind of it. And uh, we had seven cars there, the catch cars, plus the car that was going to jump the bus, eight cars. So uh, we uh, we decided to, or my dad decided, rather, to put uh, our stuntmen in all those cars and um, smack them into each other. Of course, we opened the doors up on them and all that, tore the doors off of them and all that kind of stuff. But the crowd went crazy. That's a hell of a business and, uh, plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was actually more accidental than it was, you know, intended to be. Sure. Um, but uh, the people come down after the event was over and come down from the crowd said, "Well, they would just love to do that." And the guy said, and my dad said, you, you, "You would like to do that?" He said, "Yeah, I'd pay to do that." And of course, that spawned the demolition derby from there. That's incredible. Um, uh, so, what are the what are yeah. the actual rules of demolition derby? You just jump in the car and hope well, for the best. 
Yeah, well, you know, there's there's a lot of rules throughout the United States now because we're you know we're on our 54 season of just doing demolition derbies. 54 um, years of anything is a lot. Right. Correct. Yeah. And um, um, the rules have been pretty much the same on our derbies uh, from the get go. We consider ourselves what we call a birthing event, where anybody can uh, get an automobile and uh, strip it down, and, and you know follow what rules that we have, and, and can compete fairly competitively. Um, over the over the years now, of course, it's gotten to quite extreme. There's a lot of the derbies that are uh, you might as well call them full well, but they're really not a demolition derby. They're a, uh, a type of um, destruction type process until the engine quits yeah you know they weld them all up and all that stuff and it's uh isn't that cheating i would think that'd be i would call that cheating wait are you talking about welding yeah. like the frames or like what do you mean uh, well, reinforcing well, everything? yeah, yeah weld, weld the, the hood down yeah weld them seam lines weld them just about everything you can just reinforcing a normal vehicle that right. sounds like more fun yeah. though doesn't it just like on <laughs> I mean, if you're on the inside, it does. It can get very brutal. You can, uh, there's some impacts. Listen, guys, you take two cars at 35 mile an hour, that's a 70 mile an hour impact. Yeah. You're going to want to not do that once or twice because it's going to violently shake you. Well, yeah. do you, uh, like, what is the, I, I was thinking about it before we came over here. Do you, uh, I mean, do you only put a gallon of gas in these things? I mean, how does it work where you, you can't fill some of these, you know, old old uh, beaters with 20 gallons of gasoline and then well, start banging them against everybody? Yeah, well, you can move the gas tanks up on the inside of the car. There's not enough with the stock tanks. You can take a boat tank or create a tank out of a beer keg or whatever you want. Right. But That's... you're limited to not gallons of gasoline. I'd rather I'd rather have it in the uh, in the in the trunk in the than sitting next seat. to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of the cars nowadays, of course, um, you know, we're way we're way past the axles and the, the Kaisers right. and the Toyotas and everybody leads when we first reverse. started. But even the um, the development of the cars when they when they uh, build these things, of course, they put the gas tanks in the safest spot on the automobiles at right. the end. Uh, especially the crew, the police cruisers are usually up over the rear axle, straight up and down, and behind the back seat. So, is that uh, is that cruiser kind of the movement. is that cruiser kind of the one that everybody is has that to go to the stable? Oh yeah, they can if they if they can find a Crown Vic, sure. That, uh-huh. What would let, let, let's, let's say Vic. this? Let's say we got a we got a two thousand uh, dollar winner take all. What car are you picking? A station wagon, a nineteen seventy steel beast, or what are you picking? What's what's the best car? If if I was if I was going to be in one, if it was a two thousand dollars tech car, well, the Chrysler Imperial is the, the toughest car on the block. Really? Just throw it off. Yeah, the they, have it was, like, yeah they have a subframe. They have a truck subframe. That's the ticket. And is the move always in reverse? I see them all the time at these local little small deals. But like, you go to some of these larger ones and see these figure eights and all that kind of stuff. Is it is it is it, is it always because if it's a you know the engine compartments in the front you always want to lead in the rear you always want to be going in reverse yeah well you know the figure eight the, the they usually do double figure eights but they're all going in and they have so many laps that they have to go sometimes they're endured or whatever but uh, the demolition derby in in the arena type setting is um you know you'll you'll strike a car out up against the front where the people are sitting 
And then, of course, uh, usually the first move is in reverse. But you can do anything you want to. You can do Alabama slams, even with sliding the car sideways, or that's what I'm um, about. <laughs> you know, you can, yeah, you know, everything. But you can't do an actual direct head-on collision, which is headlight to headlight and frame to frame. Yeah. You can be off at an angle, but you don't want to do the. the you can't be targeting. Pursuit. That kills everybody. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Right. So how many y'all? How many of these do y'all do a year? You said you've done fifty-four well, years. How many uh, when my father, yeah, when my father was alive, we did about one hundred and nineteen a year. Jesus. Now, uh, with him gone, he's been gone a while now. Um, uh, usually, it'll run between fifty to sixty uh, events a year. Mm-hmm. So when you come into a city like Dothan, do you you just have to kind of come now? When when is y'all's event? Is it this? Is this I think Thursday? it's Friday or Saturday. Friday? No, it's Saturday. One, Saturday. There's one at two or yeah, one at it's, seven. It's, it's, right. There's a, It's always the last Saturday of the uh, of the Phoenix Festival. Do you but, uh, uh, do you follow the same fair around, or are you just kind of freelancing to wherever another fair is in a different city, or? Well, uh, no. I, I work with all the major carnival type things. We I do state. In uh, agricultural county fairs and and uh, some state championships, and you're always but, uh, each, of, each of the places are different. Usually, a different amusement uh, company. Are you always pulling from locals, or is it always just kind of good old rednecks in the town, or is there like a traveling ring of pros that do this, or is it always just kind of uh, Jim Bob well, down the road? You know, yeah, we're we're, we're not. Uh, you know, we don't advocate the professional type people trying to make money at the demolition derbies. Yeah, uh, some of the derbies out in the Midwest, you know, they're they're spending thousands of dollars. Their their engine in the car might be ten thousand dollars. Yeah, that's like being a boxing promoter at a certain point. Like you don't don't want to get into that with an right. insurance situation. And God, I can imagine that being a headache as yeah, it is. That makes sense. Let alone people trying to make a living doing it. Like. I get jumping well, on, jumping behind the wheel of like an old Crown Vic and just smashing it just up. Just for shits and giggles. I w- yeah, I would do that tonight. Yeah, I was kind of thinking You fed me enough liquor, but <laughs> at the same time, like, I wouldn't do it on the streets. <laughs> Not on a Tuesday, Thursday, and a Saturday. I also, yeah, that, I mean, that's that's an ambitious schedule. That's right. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, how much you like the drink. Um, <laughs> I'm very much alcohol-fueled. Um so what was your childhood like growing up? I, and your dad started this thing, so I'm sure I'm sure you've seen some wild shit growing up. Well, I, I grew up in the uh, stunt world. You know, like I say, we had an automobile stunt show before we did the the, um, the demolition derbies, and I'm, I probably uh, I took the track to the track about 11 years old. Oh, that's awesome! And I was actually uh, I was actually uh, a, um, a second clown to uh, a famous clown, the happy nap out of Oneonta, New York, and I was a female clown. Say and, that again. Uh, Say that one more time. I was a female clown. <laughs> yeah. And then when I hit 13 years old, of course, I went into stunning, sliding off the back of cars too far, and and all that stuff. Uh, Is this all kind of? So, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Was it all kind yeah, of stuff for uh, like just for the entertainment of the races, or was it something you were doing like for uh, TVs? Or I mean, is there any of that kind of stuff, or is it all just entertainment for these these? Well, races? It, it, majority of it was a, was attraction to the county fairs and state fairs and all that. Right, I got you. But uh, um, yeah, we did we did some TV stuff and all that back in there, and we're still doing. Matter of fact, uh, uh, just for your knowledge, that we have a. Um, uh, Atlantic Media Company that's coming into the Peanut Festival that uh, is going to be filming on site there on Saturday. Um, 
and uh, they're going to uh, actually they're going to be producing hopefully in 2017 a, a series called Saturday Night in America. Oh, that sounds amazing. So, uh, yeah, so we might end up. Uh, well, know, it was on the segment. It was big in the seventies, wasn't it? Um, a world Wide World of Sports, wasn't it? That a, a big thing? Yeah, that's Derby? right. Yeah, Larry Mendelson. Yeah. Correct, Larry Mendelson. That's the gentleman we're talking about. We, we um, see he had at a racetrack and uh, did it in the infield. But my father was the one that put it in front of the grandstand in a small area like you have there to the peanut fest. Right. Uh, you know, where just an average guy, if they wanted to go out and buy a car and strip it down and get a helmet and eye protection and safety belt can put in a football a mouthpiece and, and have a good time. <laughs> yeah, right. Is it is it so too actually, late? Yeah. Is it too late to get involved in the one that's going on Saturday? Because Warren's got a got a '76 Bronco that he might need to get out there. No. My wife, my wife's Murano might actually be great. Yeah. <laughs> what what is insurance like? Like, can I claim stuff on my insurance if I take my 2012 Jeep out there and just start blazing into people that. with a steel bumper? Yeah, well, Mad the Max Broncos thing. fall in the SUV classes. Yeah. 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 And we don't have that there. The yeah, you've got, so you've got it split up. Like, you've got a mini truck class. You've got, like, a full-size van, full-size truck class. You've got a V6. and Is there a separate class for V8s? Well, there at the Pinhead Festival, we just have four, six, and eight cylinders. We don't have any truck classes. Okay. Um, but on the, uh, on the normal. Been, yeah, but on the road, you just. Been, yeah. I got gotcha. you. If you've been on the website, you'll see we, we, we have the other class of the SUVs. And all that. We what, even do school buses. What is your website wow. for everybody? Uh, www.stonyroberts.com. Stony Roberts. S-T-O-N-E-Y. Yep. Roberts.com. Cool. Right. That's the ticket. So, yeah, dude. Like, so get you a Crown Vic and some plexiglass. Weld everything up. No, you can't weld everything up. Well, you don't tell everybody. No, I feel like you get DQ'd. There's the judges, man. Yeah, if you'll follow the rules on the website, you can get pretty close to what's happening. And then, of course, you can always call and ask questions. You know, we'll be glad to walk you through whatever you need to do. What What do you um, usually have to do? You have to bust all the glass out. What 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 is just kind of a, a quick rundown and without getting too technical? What is the normal well, things? Well, busting all the glass out is a major problem. You need to take the glass out the proper way. Yeah, you just take the door panel off and then pull the window off in one piece and so you don't have a bunch of chunks of shrapnel flying at you. There's no reason to do that. Oh, y'all are being too, too, too clean about this. Yeah, so if you have to use the, the, the shot back to try to get all the stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. Basically, you got to strip, strip down everything off the car that's not essential to make the car operate. It's like a, like a stock uh, car. And then all the, little, yeah, all the little insignias and all the stuff that come off. Uh, so they don't come in being embedded in the track if they fall off or whatever. Ah, like and, um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you got to cut a hole in the hood and you, it's, it's smart to move your battery from out from underneath the hood to you know, the full the board fires down. Side. Yeah. yeah. You know, I went to one, uh, did you, have y'all been running the one in, um, uh, Dothan here for the last couple of years? Yeah, we've been there, I don't know, probably 10 years now at least. Okay. I, because they moved from one one location to another, and I saw one of them about three years ago, and that that was an issue because it's in a covered area, and I remember walking in there, and somebody had like a you ventilator know, freeze had hit the you know thing, and it just went just it was just that blue smoke yeah, everywhere. Yeah, we're under that uh, Wells Fargo Arena. Yeah, okay. Yeah, where the rodeo is. Um, yeah. So if you if you've got a if you're driving a car. 
and somebody blasts into you and like knocks a radiator hose loose, can you jump out and reconnect that radiator hose and then <laughs> tie it back in? Like, what's, at, at what point are you done? <laughs> You're done when the car stops and won't move anymore. But you probably got to uh, sit in the car till everybody on its done. own power. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Now, uh, we generally there at the, the peanut festival, we have what we call a consolation race where you can still get into the finals by going into that. And okay. having the two separate shows, if you run the first show and something modern like what you're talking about happens, whatever, of course, you can repair it between shows and take another crack to getting into the finals. I got gotcha. you. But uh, you can't get out of that car once we're in there rocking in that arena. You better stay in that thing. I was going to say, I mean, Just if you want to repair that thing, you got to want to repair that thing with a quickness or your legs are coming off. <laughs> uh, what's the most creative repair jobs that you've seen, like mid, not mid heat, because you can't do it. You can't just jump out, but like between heats, like have you seen just some outrageous nonsense where somebody's like duct taping the shit out of their car? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, uh, up until recently, I wasn't much on foreign automobiles, but uh, of course we started uh, including them in there about 10 years or so ago, but in Watertown, New York. Oh, Fort um, Drum. I know exactly where that's at. Do you? Oh, well, yeah. You know, the guy, the, 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 the young man that won there, uh, oh, I don't know, three years ago, went to Afghanistan after he won, and he's now at Fort Drum because he came and we still do the derby there in Watertown. Oh, yeah. And he came and visited. Yeah. And uh, anyway, the um, what I call outrageous is, in my experiences with automobiles, with distributor caps, if you get a nick or a crack in it or whatever, they won't run. Oh, yeah. Over, yeah. Points are done. You know, they're a pain in the tail, whatever. But I saw a fella take a distributor cap off a Toyota Corolla. It, it split in two. And he took duct tape. And he put the duct tape around the distributor cap and then took some uh, uh, cement spray that um, he used to spray in there, electronic spray, yeah. and put it back in the car and got all the way to the next to the last car running. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> well, we're from South Alabama, yeah, so duct get, tape is never believe it. I would have bet you it wouldn't happen, but it did. That's crazy. <laughs> That's, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine... I, first off, I don't know that much about an electronic system on a vehicle. I know points is a nightmare because I had a 1976 Yamaha XS650, that's right. and that's what that thing ran on, and it was a complete shitbox. And if it's a Toyota, it's all made of plastic. So. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> you, I would want like a Toyota Hilux that I flew in from the 83. That's what I would, I would <laughs> Only because I saw Top Gear one time where they flooded one, and they were like, yeah, it's still good. still works. Yeah. Um, that's that show. Do you, uh, they're about to come back on, GT. Different Have you seen that, Amazon? Yeah. 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 You ever follow Top Gear, Frank? I'm sorry? That show on BBC called Top Gear? Have you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I don't, I don't catch much because I'm always busy all summer long crashing cars. Oh, uh, sure. The, <laughs> You're living, yeah, the the, peanut peanut living the dream, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the peanut, peanut Festival is uh, the last show of the year for us. Oh, okay. really? So this is the last hurrah. What do yeah, you do on your time off? Me. Yeah, we're going to the barn, and of course, uh, uh, during the off season, I, I attend the agricultural conventions for all the fairs in the United States, and or all of them on this side, um, on the East Coast, the side of Mississippi, and book back shows, you know, that we have uh, for the following season or the next season. Yeah. 
Well, what's I your? Started, I week, uh, last week I was in Ocean City, Maryland, and she called me. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, what's your favorite city to be in? Like, since you're traveling all the time, like I'm sure you got your the cities you favor versus the ones you deem as a nightmare on a personal level. Yeah. Well, of course, over the years, you know, I've developed a kinship with quite a few of the drivers. Yeah. Um, and I guess my favorite one would be Fairhill, Maryland. It's uh, outside of Baltimore there, Cecil County Fair. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite one. Of course, we do we do four shows there each year. And, uh, we, you know, we, we usually tear up, oh, probably about 300 cars. Four shows. That is a lot. What do you? Is it usually like about ten to twelve? I and mean, what is the usual, you know, abouts or whatever? What is the term for a, you know, each derby? How many? How many cars is usually well, the max? Like, about the heat, the, the, heat. the heats where the cars are in. Yeah, yes, just like that. That's a racing term. Um, well, majority of the, the heats, you know, uh, will be sixteen to twelve cars. You know, uh, they're not quite that big. Ounce, you know, we haven't. You know, in a while there in Dothan, but uh, is, that, is that a small track it, compared to what you're used to in most places? The one because mm-hmm. it seems kind of like if you had 16 cars in that little grease pig pen they got, it seems like yeah. you're, you're packed in there. Is that kind of like a small, mm-hmm. about like a half or a third of what the usual size is? No, 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 no. no. Driving around Fort Festivas in that little ass arena, what's the deal? <laughs> oh, yeah, Fairview well, Marina, yeah, that's that's right there. Yeah. That is right there on the coast. We're always in front of a grandstand. Okay. So it's usually what the length of the grandstand is, and then, and it, it varies from where, what county or what state you're in, how long the grandstands are. And, you, uh, you don't want to be so big where someone can get a... Uh, longer and narrower, right. which are tougher to operate, where the one there at Dothan is, you know, it's more rectangle and square. And uh, they can get up some speed. We put cars over up, upside down in there, so... You know. In the one in Dothan, you flip cars over? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure man. Did. Oh, come see you on Saturday, brother. Yeah, we're going. Where are your men? You know they're watching everything? No, I've got Everybody two children. Everybody else in Dothan's over there. <laughs> You're right about that. You're right about, that's probably why we're not there. Yeah, I am <laughs> I am super well, old and always out of town. Yeah. So, like, to be able to be in the same city as the Pino Festival <laughs> is a miracle yeah. for me every year. <laughs> Well, that's right. they, they thought we'd let you over there anyway if y'all out there drinking liquor. No, man, we'll bring it in there with us. They won't. No, nobody will ever know anything. Actually, I can't say that. We're, we're a sponsor of this peanut festival. I can't be blowing that up. Um, well, yeah, dude. Well, it was great talking to you. Um, look forward to the show on Saturday. And um, you got big plans for your vacation? Uh, no, I'm going to chill out. I've, I've had a lot of nights. Uh, you know, sometimes we work. Uh, well, actually, I'm coming from Augusta, Georgia. So there on Friday, I've got a show Friday night in Augusta, and then two there in uh, uh, Dothan. Do you still? But, uh, do you ever drive, Frank? I'm just. I'm what? Do you ever drive in these things anymore? Oh Lord, no. Hey, <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> when you get older, I know better. I'll well, tell listen. you what. I'll tell you one thing real quick: is you don't have any idea about demolition derbies at all. Until you sit behind the steering wheel and driven in one. Well, in take my, that as a challenge. I know my uncle used to say that about boxing. You think it's easy until you do about yeah. the third round and you realize you ain't got nothing left yeah. in the tank. You're right about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, that adrenaline. You have to experience the adrenaline that happens in that in that, in that uh, situation. Was it too late you know for uh, me and Justin to get in on this thing? Yeah, I got I got a uh, Suzuki Samurai. <laughs> 
Swing by and see me over there on Saturday. I will do it. I, I, will, I will definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, I might find you a ride. You can keep talking. I'll, dude, we ride shotgun. We can do this shit from the passenger <laughs> yeah, seat. Right. We'll wireless mic this thing you right in. back and we'll interview there. Oh, man, that'd be perfect. <laughs> That's so terrifying. I don't know if I'm about that. I'm kind of excited now. All right, Frank. Well, I certainly yeah. appreciate you answering the phone. And, Thank you, um, buddy. We'll see you Saturday, if not before then. Well, I bet. If we see you before I'll, I'll then, something's forward. gone wrong tell, for tell both of us. Tell everybody listening what time it is. Uh, it's at, the, the first uh, show is at 2 o'clock, and the second show is at 7. Awesome, Sounds dude. Good. Well, yeah, man. You can check. You know, if you don't get there an hour before each one of them, you probably ain't going to find a seat. Yeah, I, n- I noticed that for the Grease Pig uh, yeah. Monday night. <laughs> That's a good problem to have, yeah, though, man. Year, yeah, last yes, that's true. Last year they put up a kind of like a jumbotron on the end of it, so all the people standing on the outside could see what was going on on the inside. Awesome, dude. Well, we certainly look forward to it, man. Look forward to meeting you, and uh, you have a great night. All right, thanks for calling, guys. Yes, thanks, sir. Thank you. See, see it. Look at there, dude. He answered. Look at there. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle, dude. How random. How amazing would it have been to have a stunt dude as your dad? Probably not as cool as you think. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I, I just picture my dad shoving me down a hill just with like a cinder block and a piece of plywood <laughs> on a big wheel. And he's like, here you go. Not, do that backflip. It's not going to be like a nitro circus type. Story. Yeah, it's, a bit, it's Travis Pastrana be, as a dad. No, no, no. It's, it's more or less going to be my dad ate a lot of lower tabs. and <laughs> Yeah, I mean... You know, whose dad didn't? <laughs> Let's be honest at this point. Let's get real. Um, yeah, dude. Like, I feel like he's... Because, you know, kids don't grow... Like, kids our age. When we were when we were kids, we didn't grow up in, like, some overstructured, like, helmets on everything. There's no... You're you ain't got to worry about, like, seatbelts. Like, you're just in the back of this big Buick, standing up in the back seat. Floating every time it took a yeah. left and right. You're Plant- right about that playing like whatever dinosaurs or my little pony or whatever like on the back dash we were talking about the um those podcasts about like you know um um serial or accused or these other ones and it's about Mm -hmm. those were the loss of innocence in the 80 late 70s and 80s yeah where that happened and then it became you can't let your kid outside or you're a bad parent because they'll get raped oh yeah i mean that's like uh are you recording now Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Sorry. We're, we're still between the ditches. We're still on theme. Um, but yeah. it's the truth. Like, uh, uh, my wife being a school teacher, like, the helicopter-style parent literally has taken... I mean, I can't... If if I don't... If I let my kid go outside in the front yard to go ride a tricycle... Yeah. And I'm not standing out there, I'm a bad parent. Oh, sure. Whereas before, it was like, Dude, you'll I, be home 30 minutes after sundown. If that. Yeah, day. like, I would, if I didn't show up for three days, like, something had gone wrong. Yeah, we like, would. Like, I would our- wake up, like, my grandmother owns this huge farm in upstate New York, and nothing ever happened there, so there's no, there, like, we had Amish folks all over the place, and you weren't getting snatched up because, I mean, as a kid, like, for a, a is I was basically the same dude, but just like a, sawed off version yeah 
So nobody's going to hang out with somebody with the mouth and the attitude that I have. <laughs> so like my mom was probably praying You're on fine. the regular basis. She like, was probably pushing you in those courts. Like, yeah, you probably want to go hang out with those dudes uh, chain smoking free, on the corner. Free candy. In the middle of Man. downtown Syracuse. Like, you go see what's up with it. No, but like I'd wake up on the farm in uh, upstate New York with my grandmother and just minute my eyes opened I was outside. Yeah. And I'd be out there and I'd be like, playing with like old cow skulls or like throwing cow shit at my cousin or God knows what, like jumping in a river. We used to take a, uh, we used to ride our bicycles. I think it's where the last, what was it? The last, you made the forever wild trail. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Yeah. It was the last indoctrination of miss, uh, boomers. Okay. That area over there where they expanded the street there on the circle. And it was called BMX. Yes, the shack out back was over there. They had the remote control car joint yes. behind it. We used to ride yeah. our bicycles all the way across where we lived in off of Flowers Chapel, and we'd ride all the way over there. And it was so dangerous. Yeah. And then I always remember the most fun we had was a, uh, a river, uh, like a drain, and at the end of it, it was a corrugated t- uh, uh, tin, and there was like just imagine a like a three foot circle that we were all sliding down but at the end of it it's like, one <laughs> foot had like a jagged edge that came down mm. and it was just kind of like at yeah. the end if you didn't duck your head you got your head ripped yeah. off yeah. it's like that was fun yeah now it's like if my child went down that they would put me in jail oh, you, you're absolutely right <laughs> dude one of my favorite things as a kid was that we would be out running around the neighborhood and get we'd, we'd know the lay of the land of the neighborhood but we didn't know the lay of the land of the drainage system. That's so right. we'd climb, we'd just like shimmy, shimmy down that yes. little gutter, yes. that little gutter outlet into the sewer. And we'd just start running around with flashlights and it'd be broad Hands daylight and, yeah. and we'd be crawling through God knows what and come home <sighs> so covered disgusting. in ridiculousness. And nobody was ever like, no, what have you been doing? There's like, you're oh, you're just person. an idiot kid. Like you just. No, you, you were you, a normal kid. Yeah. You're home. Yeah. And that's what really matters. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can't do that nowadays. Like it, you're a bad parent if you allow I feel, it. To happen. Yeah, I feel like a lot of um, you'll get to that. With sure. This new yeah. Endeavor you're in. I mean, we're gonna have kids eventually, but like, I f- I feel like our parenting styles are gonna be wildly different. Mine like, and yours? Or? No, no, no. Mine and hers. Um, her mom is a counselor, and their family is like very, very like. Let's talk about your feelings. Let's talk about this. That's whatever. a female thing too. Sure, a but male, male is always like. Why are you doing it? Like, sure, I'm. I'm that's good though. A yin and yang. Absolutely. Like there, if if it wasn't if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't even consider having kids. That's right. Um, because I'd raise them like wolves. I'd be like, all right, <laughs> go outside, and then if you come home, Fend come home. And like, yeah, like when I was in school, like when I was in high school, like they're like, well, how do you think you care for your kids? And I was like, well, it's easy. Like you bring them home from the hospital and you put them on the porch in December. <laughs> and then their immune system builds up, and then you don't have to worry about sickness. That's so true. It That's seems so true. it seems reasonable, my, but I have a feeling it's not. It is. My uncle. We'll ask Justin Hovey next my, time he's on. My uncle is a uh, pediatrician, and he would always say the best thing you could do for a young kid is feed him a handful of Chernobyl dirt because it <laughs> right? allows their immune yeah. system to get ready. Just start rip, getting ripped up. I have friends or neighbors or things that, and they have these children that don't get out or, or anything and, and they're the allergic first, to everything yeah oh yeah once you get that it doesn't stop yeah i yeah i feel like you just you take your kid throw it in a 
think pool. there's a good reason that there's yeah, <laughs> Stinson him, way. You turn him, you turn him straight yeah, into Ernest, like a polar bear, just toss him in the frozen river. Ernest goes <laughs> to camp. You're gonna learn. Yeah, but I think there is a is a really good. There's a reason. There's a. It's it's like that. Is that we try to teach our kids as a male um, survival and being tough, sure, and stuff, and then you need. I don't need you my don't kid to, to be too tough to because be. then he doesn't know when to say no. Like that's then he's trying to fight anything with and eyes. It doesn't have to be a mother and a father. Sure. in my opinion, you can no. have just the, the 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 hard and the easy. All right, Hillary. But, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just being honest. November I, I 11th, like, never forget. I, mean, I just came back from my cousin's wedding, and she's she's a you know a lesbian, and she is the obvious the the the, the sure. hard figure. Yeah, yeah, and the other one is the loving figure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that is a, a real big thing, and. You know, being once you become a father, it becomes really clear that the only thing you care about, you don't realize how selfish you've been your whole life until you have kids. And That's you, right. Yeah, because then you don't give a shit about yourself, and you're just like, anything I can do to make these this upbringing way more fun. And then it turns into like, this is just my my experience. I also feel like I'd be that dad that would just be like, anything you want, sweetheart. Like if if I had a daughter or a son, I'd be like, whatever you want. Like you we'll make that. it happen. But I'd just be doing it just to play favorites like i want you to like me more than you like mom <laughs> and that's true but at the i don't same know time, that it would actually work but it actually is a, a, a legitimate concern that what happens is is you try so hard to make their life easy yeah and to be happy and never have to worry about bad stuff but then you start to learn that uh being complacent is not really good that you need to teach them adversity and you need to teach them how to treat people that are oh sure and da, da, da. we got it's like a pit bull like you just gotta socialize or it's that's gonna be right. a maniac that's exactly right um, like my kid like there was a period of time where we just we dealt with our own family and i we don't went like to school and i don't stuff. like so-and-so I'm like whoa, whoa, whoa for what i'm like why wow, he's just not like then me you're starting to back like up wait a minute is this my problem did sure. i start this yeah yeah <laughs> It's a whole another. It's, it's my thing. I like everybody until you. The, you're the, problems, a jerk. the <laughs> problems we all had just as being social people. Yeah, changed dramatically. You know, it's, it's insane. Oh, man. and it's fun though. It's like it's the hardest work, and it's got a huge rewards. Like when your kids yeah, come yeah. home and they're legit, or like you, you, they walk up and say, "Hey, my name's George," blah, 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 and they just yeah. make people happy, and you know. It's a it's a good thing, and like marriage is the the precursor to all that. Sure, and, and it doesn't matter if you don't have kids, but that or if you're not is, married. Well, well, you can still have you don't have to be Start married. Having kids popping up left and right. Well, that's true. As long as you treat them with respect and they respect other people, then you're doing your job. Yeah. Now somebody, I got in a uh, political argument not too long ago, and they were like, "You're gonna you you think so and so should win?" I was like, "I mean, I don't really care. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't think it matters at this point in my life." I think if you don't raise your kids to be assholes, that's going to change the world. Yeah. I think if you want a better world, you raise your kids not to be little shitbags. 100%. Yeah. That assholes raise assholes. Sure. (laughs) Sorry, future uh, friends of my kids, they're going to be weird to you. (laughs) Only because I'm weird to them. Well, I mean, I think, you know... Oh, you want this pacifier? Well, I'm going to melt it right here in this fire. Everybody needs a little weird. You know, and when when everything is the same and complacent, it's just boring. Yeah, and yeah, that's when things get you know. You gotta think like the weirdest stuff is the most entertaining stuff. So if there wasn't All people that. out there like Bjork or Lady Gaga or Beck or whoever, if everybody was and everybody's doing yeah, if it, yeah, it's gonna be boring, man. Yeah, like you so got too. to have the most diverse situation so you can get it, so you can experience as much as you can and figure out what it is you actually What's like to do. Bad? Because yeah. you have to teeter on the line. Yeah. 
you gotta you gotta straddle that line but you also have to know like that's the only way you figure out what your new favorite things are is getting out of that comfort zone and like going and going to like a demolition derby. demolition derby and like <laughs> chilling i don't know if you can get in that i don't know if you got like me and warren where you can just show up and be like riding shotgun because uh, that's definitely probably we're gonna happen we're, we're pushing for that i'm campaigning you, hard for that you, frank dude I bet Frank's childhood was remarkable. It's my wife's birthday this weekend, and I'm seriously going to try to talk her into going to this thing. Dude, she can go. Like, I got you this. This is where you watch me ride around terrified in the Caprice. Get in a, a fetal position in the trunk of this Caprice. I don't know, man. That's a target, dude. You said going backwards. like You were talking about targeting. Is that really a thing? When targeting? Talk, it was the head on I'm head? just talking about football targeting, like where it's helmet like, to helmet. No, I don't which, think that's what they call it. No, no, it was, but I mean, like, was that a, is that a no-no to head up head up somebody? Yeah, dude, we're talking. You, you he can't helmet to helmet. But in... Oh, well, he, what he was describing was headlight to headlight, frame to frame. Is that a, against the he rules? He said that was bad news. And that's that what says, we're looking so for, So just like though, targeting. I mean... That's what I'm shooting for, I thought. I don't think so. Okay. Well, you got to think, like, if you're behind the wheel... You're not going to blast your radiator straight into somebody else's radiator seems and hope like, that you come like out on doing. top. It's like the old PC game, Carmageddon. Like, I just yeah. want to see you burn. Right? Why not? <laughs> I mean, it's like, what was that game? Why are we killer? Here? Not Killer Instinct. What was that stupid game where it was like uh, some ice cream truck and you drive around? Yes. Oh, man. Was, the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweet Tooth was that dude's name? I wish I knew that. I, I wish I had, had the mental capacity to Google this right now. Carmageddon 2014. <laughs> no, this was like... Joyride or something weird like that. Joyride is that horror movie. Anyway, that's uh that's episode whatever episode this is. I think it's like thirty five, give or take. My age thirty six maybe. We did it. Maybe thirty. We'll call. Uh, we'll call it thirty six. Miss you, Charlene. Put that. You want to call Charlene right now and see what happens? Come on. We'll leave a revet voicemail. Oh, I'm supposed to say my my son asked me because he was like, you didn't say it last time because you cut out the first ten minutes. Well, that's probably for a good it, reason. That, that was my fault. Uh, he said to say. When I see you, George, give me a hug. <laughs> All right. Let's call Charlene and see what she'll answer. She's, She's in like, Mexico? What? Yeah. So it's if it's 840 here. That's early, dude. That's like 5. Yeah, 640. So she's blacked out. She's All on her, she's on her tequila. 12th, 12th tequila right. drink. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages. Way to be professional. Goodbye. Let's leave a message. The mailbox is full. Oh. Well, then. Man. How do you text on a podcast? I don't think it translates well. <laughs> I don't think it works at all in your favor. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, podcast. We're done. Thanks, guys. This whiskey ain't going to drink itself. I will see y'all in a week. I'll at me. Warren, Peace. thank you. Love you, buddy. Anytime, man. Anytime you want to come back. I'm here. I'm free on Wednesdays. I'm talking about Willie's for another, like, 11 episodes. <laughs> I'll bring it up every time. Why not? Holla at me. Cheers. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast.